It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Even though there's no longer a perfecto going in New York, it's fine. It's going to be fine. Everybody's fine. Welcome to a Thursday Night Live. I'm Brig. I got Brad right here with me. How are you, Brad? I'm great, Brig. How are you doing? How are you doing in the eighth inning right now? Now the perfecto is gone. I feel good. I feel great. I feel wonderful. I feel good. I feel great. I feel wonderful. I'm going to take baby steps through the eighth inning. I'm going to take baby steps through the ninth inning, and it's going to be fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything is going. To oh, they okay. just scored a run! No, the Angels just scored a run. Oh, that's trouble with the way that offense has been tonight. It was fine. It would have been fine earlier today, but right now, that's a problem. I know. I got it. Okay, let's get into some things. Baseball family, if you're watching us live, we're really excited that you're here. Thank you so much for joining us. We have got an exciting show lined up. We're going to give you a couple of updates on current events, and then we're going to jump into what you can look forward to this weekend between tonight and the big show that comes out on Tuesdays that we do every week. Okay, um, if you're here, let us know. Jump in the comments, say hello, share us your name in the comment because not every platform jumps in and lets us see who you are. But if you could share your name, that'd be great. We'll give you a shout out when you show up. First things first, Brad. <coughs> Robbie Cano. <laughs> Robbie Cano cannot make anybody happy, it seems. He has been released by his second team this season, first by the Mets now by the Padres, and he was there for like, what, four hours? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Might have been four hours. Well, and the thing that's crazy about this, though, is crazy. that you think about this, Brig, is that he was DFA'd by the Mets, right? He was just flat out straight released by the Padres. Yeah. They were just like, yeah, get out of here. We're not, we don't want you. Just, just go. Be gone. Be gone. It's very bad for Robbie Cano, and, uh, you know, to me, I... I, I'm going to say it again. I don't think it has to do with performance exclusively. I think it has to do with influence. I think it has something to do with, with reputation or brand or some kind of clubhouse personality thing or something's going on. That's so the I one there. I think, I think his clubhouse persona is a big part of it because yes. I was, I mean, as a Mariners fan, when they brought him in, I was not happy about it from day one. <clears throat> right. Like I thought it was a terrible signing. I wasn't like, like I said, I was pissed. Um, yeah. But then I was really upset when they got into spring training and 
they were talking to him on ESPN because now the Mariners were this hot thing. You've got Felix Hernandez, you've got Robbie Cano. And he yeah. goes, you know, and a lot of people are like, the Mariners should be good. Like they should contend this year. And he goes, no, we probably need three or four more bats in this lineup. It's like, dude, you've got Nelson Cruz hitting behind you. You've got Kyle Seeger who had at the time just come up. It's like, you've got a pretty decent lineup. Yeah. You know, it's like, you're, it's not the Yankees. You're not playing for the Yankees anymore. You're going right. to have to figure out how to win games. And so I was like, mm, not real, real thrilled about that. And I, I do honestly think that that carried through. And like, there were probably years where he was the leader because he was having such a great year. The guys were like, you can do whatever you want. You're carrying mm-hmm. this ship, right? Yep. But then for the most part, he did not play very well in Seattle. He was overpaid and under underachieving. And I, I don't think I don't think it went well. And I think that's the way it's been now. Yeah, I totally agree with you. So does anybody pick him up? That's the real question. Does anybody pick him up after this? Um, I, I don't know. Honestly, like, I don't know that anybody want to bring him in. He's batting 091 in 33 at bats. He went three for 33 with the yeah. Padres with one walk and didn't get any extra base hits. No doubles. Cano used no. to be a doubles machine. He yes. wasn't hitting home runs. He's hitting doubles. So the fact that he has lost any pop off his bat and any connection for that matter is a problem for him. And I don't see him going anywhere except for, I think you're right, Brig. I think maybe Korea. Yep. That's what I'm saying. I was surprised when somebody here picked him up and not me too, you know, and, and instead of just him seeking yeah. his fortunes elsewhere, um, Hyunjin Ryu left Wednesday's start with forearm tightness. We all know what forearm tightness means. <laughs> forearm tightness is kind of the precursory signal to the community that you might need Tommy John. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what this means to us. It's a big fat rut row is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. He has a 5.33 ERA through six starts this season. That I think the league leader right now is at a 1.3 is what I saw in Texas. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Verlander is really was really low before Seattle let him up the other day. But yeah. But I mean, this this is one thing we saw last year too, is that we've seen guys when they need Tommy John, they struggle for a couple months before yeah. they get the forearm tightness, and then they get the di- then they like try to wait it out, and then finally they get get the diagnosis. So I'm not gonna I'm not saying he's gonna need Tommy John like next week, but all signs are por- pointing to him needing it sometime in the next month or so. Yeah. So, I mean, it it's, won't it's all lining up. It's all lining up. That's what it looks like Everything. to me. Especially yep. somebody coming over from Asia. Yeah. Because the ball, I mean, we talked about it before, the ball's different and eventually catches up with these guys. So, it could, That's how it could goes. be the one for Ryu. And sometimes it happens moment. sooner, sometimes it happens later, but this is mm-hmm. the pattern. This is exactly what it is. ERA mm-hmm. rises, forearm tightness, Tommy John. And you're right. It takes a time. People delay this call all the time. It's stupid. All right. Yeah. Pirates have swept the Dodgers. <laughs> let me just let me just say that again. The Pirates <laughs> swept the Dodgers. <laughs> it's the first time that has happened in Los Angeles in Chavez Ravine in 22 years. Okay. It's like real quick. What? <laughs> so I saw the I saw I think it was on Twitter last night. I saw that specifically said that it was, had been 22 years. <laughs> and so, Brick, I so badly when I was putting this together, I was like, "Oh, it was like forever ago." Because in my mind at the moment, I thought 22 years. I took 22 years off of 2000. 
Yeah, that's what so I do I was, too. <laughs> so, I was like, Gibson so when was I put this on, I was like, man, it's been like it's been like forever. It was like 1978 <laughs> last time this happened. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Only 22 years from yesterday. <laughs> it was the year 2000. <laughs> NBD, as so the weird. kids would say, NBD, Brad. <laughs> They're still saying that. I don't even know. I don't even know anymore. Um, who knows? I just dated myself. Okay, uh, but it happened. This further uh, the point, Brad, season that you don't know which LA team is going to show up, and this is exactly how it's going. So mm-hmm. we don't know what we're going to get out of them from day to day, and this is further evidence. I mean, how do you get swept by the Pirates? Well, and I'll tell you this too: is that last night I was I was watching this game because I had had a, a little bit of a little bit of change on it, and I was, I thought about chasing. I was like, okay. The Dodgers yeah. probably aren't going to win this game. Like, where could I get at least some of that back, right? Just yeah. mm-hmm. for entertainment and, and just for fun. Because it liter- it's literally changing. But then I was looking at it, I was like, the Dodgers give up when they're down. Oh. I feel like they have this attitude. And I, sorry, I don't want to say give up. But it appears that they do. Because I, I feel like they have this attitude that, like, we're going to win enough games. And we're going to win it. And we're that much so much better than our division that we don't need to win every game right and so they they got down and they were continuing to be down and then they got down more late and i was like they're not going to come back and win this game there's no way so yeah it's, well it's just something that I've, I've noticed with the dodgers this year like we i mean we saw it firsthand yeah we were there so the problem it, is the problem is that attitude might be justified. They're still 33 and 17. They're still 660 per win percentage overall. And and they still 15 and 8 at home, 18 and 9 away, 6 out of 4 in their last 10 as of this mm-hmm. moment. It's this still the number it's in the top 3 records in all of baseball right now. Maybe even the right. Top. Yeah. So maybe yeah. they're maybe that attitude is crappy but also justified. <laughs> It could be. It really could be. But it's it's just so weird. They go, they lose a series to the Diamondbacks, who are average. They're an average team. But yeah. then they go and they get swept at home by the oh. Pirates. It's just, to me, it's one of those things where if you show blood, then the Sharks are going to come, right? Yeah. Teams yeah. like the Mets are going to be like, this team is weak. We can take them out. Yeah. Um, the Cardinals, the Brewers. Like they're they look vulnerable is what it is is what it is to me. They, they are not the vulnerable. juggernaut that they were last year. Same thing, obviously the Giants, but the Dodgers are not the juggernaut they were last year. They seem vulnerable, and teams can come in there and take wins from them, especially at home. Don't give up wins at home. It's no, nope. That's yeah, I totally agree with you. Uh, okay, moving on. Quick update for Tim Anderson. His injury been put on the ten day IL retroactive to May thirtieth, so days late. Probably he'll be out for three weeks. We're trying to figure out exactly what that will be. Further updates are coming. He is now going to be replaced by Lurie Garcia and Danny Mendick, which Brad was really excited about. Mendick. <laughs> excited <laughs> about him getting replaced by by, by Lowry Garcia and Danny Mendick. Yes. <laughs> I like it. All right. Oh, my word. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Uh, baseball family, really quick, before we jump into the very next topic, I wanted to bring to your attention, we have a new t-shirt on the shop at 9plusus.com. That's N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S.com, 9plusus.com. There it is. 
proud together. Everybody knows that June is Pride Month. We are no stranger to celebrating that and supporting our friends and family in the baseball family who may be a part of this community. So if that's for you, and if somebody in your life uh, needs the support from you, there you go. There's a way you can do it. It obviously helps us out as well. So moving on. Games you can watch this weekend. Uh, Apple TV, let's start there. Friday Night Baseball, which they are really excited about peddling. You, have you noticed the, the the advertisements for the Apple TV Friday Night Baseball? Have you caught those yet? I don't think I've seen any of them, honestly. I mean, it's... it's, it's... <laughs> I don't really see the ads, but is it on? Are they showing it on MLB TV? Are they showing it on those games? Yeah, and they're and I'm getting a lot of the audio on the radio broadcasts. They're pimping it out on the radio oh, interesting. Yeah, well. I have, yeah, I haven't heard any of it or seen it mostly because there's so much going on in my house anyway. Anyway, with kids running around, that like I'm watching the game between all that, and then once there's ads, like once the commercials come on, I'm kind of like tuned out to other things that are going on. So that might be why I haven't yeah. seen it. That makes sense. It's so funny. They um, deeply nostalgic, very like retro heavy, uh, almost feels like the natural mm. modern spin where they're like, baseball is this and it's always been this way. And now we're a part of it. And it's it's kind of cool, actually. I like the way they're Are doing they trying it. to appeal to the hipster it. crowd. I don't know. I actually hadn't thought about it in that <laughs> maybe I don't know context, but that might be that might make a lot of sense, huh? Who's anyway? Fan? Apple TV has Friday Night Baseball. They're very excited about it. Their advertisements are really really cool. Um, they're very earnest, I guess is the best way to put them. <laughs> and the Tigers will be at the Yankees at seven o five Eastern this Friday. That's tomorrow. The Braves will be at the Rockies eight thirty p.m. Eastern. That's Friday Night Baseball on Apple TV. Then we move to Fox Saturday night for whatever it's going to be local, depending on where you are watching Fox. You're going to either get the Cardinals at the Cubs, huge deal every Mm -hmm. time, or you're going to get the Angels and the Phillies. Brad, before we get into Sunday baseball, which of these uh, Friday night and Saturday games are you going to tune into? I'll watch. I think I'll watch the Braves and the Rockies, honestly, just because I feel like there's going to be a lot of offense there. Neither yeah. neither team's doing very like I don't know the Braves they'll strike out a ton like we talked about on Tuesday on yeah. Tuesday's show, but the Rockies have been putting up runs the last couple days like yeah. them and the Marlins man they were they were hitting they had a home run derby the other day and a doubleheader yeah, they did yeah, so right. I don't know I feel like there's gonna be a lot of offense in that game the Cardinals and Cubs is a game that you have to tune into if you like classic baseball yeah then I think you need to watch the Cards and Cubs and especially the Cubs like they were they're down this year obviously right yeah but dude they've got some fun guys to watch they do they've got that new rookie Mor- uh, Morel like, yeah Morel is cool he's going to be something and he's going to be a Suzuki real problem cool to watch too yeah say Suzuki uh yeah they've got some good guys to watch and the Cardinals obviously any chance you can watch Yachty this last year is is a good way to go as well 100% agree with you i will obviously be watching Watching the Yankees game. <laughs> yes, yes, I assume so. No questions asked. Yes. <laughs> um, it is the Royal game of the week. It's every day, which is very exciting. Um, okay, uh, let's see. Let's move on to Sunday morning. Peacock is still showing baseball. So you can watch Tigers at Yankees at 11.30 a.m. Sunday morning. I got talked into going to church this week, so that's where I, I will be at that time. I know. 
I was bribed. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, Brig, what you need to do is you just need to just need to get on Peacock. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if if the Peacock games are free or if it's like part of the free plan or if it's part of the premium because I have the premium plan. Um, oh, you do. So okay. I, I get to watch it either way. But if you have Peacock, maybe jump on while you're sitting there and like just like turn on turn off your Wi-Fi so you're not sucking your battery and yeah. <laughs> uh, and just watch watch some baseball. <laughs> I think yeah. it'll be good. I'll watch. It'll be fun. I'll watch the. I'll get on MLB TV and watch the diagram. Th- you know, with the pitches. Go. <laughs> there you go. I, do I that. used to I do that. At, yeah. <laughs> I used to do that at work before I could watch the games on my phone. Yeah, I would right. sit like I was working till like nine o'clock at night, and I have my phone sitting on the on the stand there, like on the on the counter while I was working. Do that every single night. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Okay, so uh, wake up in baseball will be Tigers at Yankees, eleven thirty Eastern. And then Sunday night on ESPN, we've got the Mets at the Dodgers. That, to me, is appointment TV. Yeah, that is. You don't want to miss that one. Um, man, that's going to be such a good game. That whole series. I mean, getting into series to watch this weekend, perfect segue. Because yeah, if you got MLB TV, watch every one of those games this weekend if you can. For sure. Because Mets you're going to want to see the whole thing. Yeah. Well, and for me, it's nice because they're not starting before kids go to bed. Those games are going to start after kids go to bed or they're about yep. except for on sunday for sunday night baseball is over <laughs> by the time we have kids in bed break yeah <laughs> like it's so crazy how early it is here it is oddly early there but to me this is like the nlcs in june and it's very mm-hmm. exciting i can't wait to watch it and i i'm mostly i'm excited to see if the dodgers do roll over the Yankees just loaded the bases, by the way. Joe Madden on his way to the mound. Pitching change required. Very exciting. All right. Still, so is it still 1-0? It's still 1-0. Bottom of the eighth. One out. This is great. Okay. The Mariners Listen. and Mariners and Orioles are tied at sixth in the top of the seventh right now. Oh, that's fantastic. Tied I'm not thrilled about this. Sixth? Somebody on this Mariners group that I'm in, they said, if we lose today, do we suck? And I said, you know what? We might. It's, uh, it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty bad. But the Padres are also going to be at the Brewers this uh, this weekend, right? That's a series to pay attention mm-hmm. to. And this is yeah. going to be a kind of a – I mean, this will be a really good test to see who's who in the zoo. Because yeah. the Brew crew is for real, but I feel like they're doing it quietly. And the Padres yeah. are good, but they're being loud about it. So because they have to, they're they're playing against L.A., you know. I think that's what I was saying about their weight class, (laughs) even if it's just in Monty. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like the Padres too, are kind of a roller coaster. Like they're winning, they're winning against the good teams, but then like the teams are supposed to, they're not doing as well against them, but they're still in the race. Yeah. They're still, they're hanging in there with the Dodgers despite everything. And they would be in every single division race, except for the AL East. Exactly, because so, they're 30 so they're and 20 there. right now. They're, yeah. The Dodgers are 33 and 17 at 660. Padres 30 and 20 at 600. They're only three games behind. And mm-hmm. you're right. So if you look at the Cardinals are in second place in the Central at 580. The Braves are in second place in the East at 471. So they're 10 and Braves are 10 and a half games behind New York in the NL East right now. <laughs> yeah, they're the Mets are going to have that division wrapped up like mid-july by like yeah. the all-star break mm-hmm. it's, they're gonna have it clinched the mathematically uh already eliminated reds and nationals i'm so sorry <laughs> it feels that way but it's bad that the reds 18... hey 
Don't sleep on the Reds, Brig. They're winning now. They took it to the Nats today. And granted, it's the Nats, but they took it to them. They beat a team they were supposed to. Yeah, it was finally. supposed to be a close game, and they took it to them. Yeah, the Reds yeah, are gonna, right. They're going to storm back. They're going to contend. They're going to be in the conversation in August, Brig. You think so? You I, Reds are going to be in the conversation in August. They're going to be in the conversation as late as August. That's not just be, not just because they're laughable. Not just because they're laughable. They're not as bad as their record said earlier. I don't believe that. Wow. I don't anymore, at least. I did at the time, but I don't anymore. I'm, bu- I'm buying I red stock. Optimism. You're buying it. Well, okay. You can have mine. Um, <laughs> I'll take it. You better I'll cash it, it out in like August it. when it's at an all-time high. Fine. Listen. <laughs> uh, let's see. The last series to discuss is Twins at Blue Jays. Uh, the question is, are the Blue Jays the worst 30-win team that we've seen so far? And the answer is yes. <laughs> yes. The Blue Jays make no sense. They're five. They're only five games behind the Yankees, but they are just – it feels like – okay, so you know you get injured and you just can't grab. Mm-hmm. That's not quite the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays backfire, though. It's like the engine goes, but there's too much oxygen. And you hear this loud explosion, and everybody looks, and they're like, what was that? Oh, this is the Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they are. That's how it feels. <laughs> they're, they're incredibly streaky, and I wonder if if they can get the Ryu situation figured out, um, yeah. that that will help. Um, but I was telling you from the beginning of the season, Brig, that their pitching is not as good as what everybody thought it was going to be, and it's just going to be true. a problem. And I read an article the other day that the book is out on vlad guerrero jr pitchers have figured him out well well so but that's but good hitters the best hitters figure out how to respond to that so we'll see what he does the rest of the season but yeah they said the book is out on vlad yeah uh though that doesn't mean we should go to sleep on the blue jays we can't sleep on the blue jays because they're still only five games back. Five and a half games back is the Rays in third place. Mm-hmm. So it's still the NL East. Like you just, just still have to be careful. Yeah. You can't. Yep. Anyway, it just is what it is. But yes, they, but Streaky is right. Eight and two in their last 10, but they're still at 600 win percentage. I don't know. I'm just saying it's kind of because I feel like watch. they were two and eight in their 10, in their 10 before that. They probably were. You don't know what you're going to get from day to day. Yeah, that's true. Why is it that you don't know what you're going to get from LA and you don't know what you're going to get from Toronto? And you you know what I mean? And in the first mm-hmm. three or four weeks, you didn't know what you were going to get from the Yankees either. And now the Mets, you have no idea how the Mets are still winning. They have no reason to be winning baseball games. And they are. It's This is wild. It's crazy. That's baseball, Susan. That's baseball, Susan. And with that... <laughs> <laughs> Nick Castellanos, it's a long drive to left field. <laughs> Matt Carpenter learned how to play baseball again, by the yeah, way. Yeah, what's up with Matt Carpenter, Brick? Tell us what's going on. Well, he hit a rocket against Otani today into the upper hit- deck at, at in the Yankee Stadium. It was like the WWB Mason man. He's stepping up to the plate, and he's killing it. Is it like Super Mario power with that mustache? It's got to be. He's oh, got like flower yes. power, right? Yes. <laughs> or he's Starman or something. Something is going Seems on. It's like all that dude does now is hit home runs. 
there's some serious N64 mojo in the back end. Yeah, it's it's great. It's so much fun to watch. Uh, quick update: one to nothing in the Bronx, bottom of the eighth. There are now two outs. Bases remain loaded with Rizzo at the plate. It is a zero-zero count. He just got there. Oh, and now a mound visit. Oh, we're scared. <laughs> so, speaking of Anthony Rizzo, speaking of Anthony Rizzo, I want to tease some of our upcoming content on the show before we get out of here, Brick. So Brig and I, for those of you who don't know, uh, which is everybody because you're not in our text messages, uh, we were texting today talking about something that we want to do, which is uh, we're going to call it career day. And I think my favorite one that I came up with was the Anthony Rizzo when he's not playing baseball, or if he wasn't playing baseball, would be a youth pastor. (laughs) (laughs) That's what he looks like. It is what he looks like. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he wasn't clean shaven, but he's clean shaven. And to me, he looks like a youth pastor, especially since he's always, always smiling. Always. Always. (laughs) Yep. He always is. Um, So we're going to start. I don't know when we're going to start this, but if you have recommendations for guys we should evaluate, uh, it's going to be solely based on their appearance. We're going to take every book for you, take every person that judges its cover and tell you what we think they look like they should be doing if they're not playing baseball. Um, And it's going to be fun. We're going to do a career day segment probably once a month or so, uh, Mm -hmm. starting TBD, starting TBD. So, yeah, it's very exciting. Anthony Rizzo is going to be a youth pastor for sure. Exactly (laughs) what he should be. We got a couple others we'll let we'll we'll save for when it's time. Brad, why don't you tell everybody what how they can support the show? All right. So the best way, the easiest way you can support the show is through Patreon. We have some projects we want to do and that will actually help us get those off the ground. So head over to Patreon and search for baseball together and you can support us with one of the three tiers we have set up for you. We have five, ten, and fifteen dollars. Each has its own perks and its own benefits, whatever. But everybody gets the bullpen cut, which is the unedited version. Uh, of the big show on Tuesdays Uh, you get from the moment we hit record until we stop recording Uh, in between segments there was a fun one this week I put a little teaser on uh, the Instagram and the TikTok for you so you can go check that out it's even on uh, YouTube shorts if you're into that so you can go watch it and see the kind of stuff that we talk about in between segments Uh, that was just a little like I said a little snippet little teaser of uh, the bullpen cut Brig why don't you tell them about the shop again one more time okay uh, base hit, by the way, right up the middle. <laughs> Yankees scored two runs. <laughs> Woo, that's exciting. Go Rizzo. Okay. Uh, 9plusus.com is where we sell cool baseball stuff. I've got my Baseball Together t-shirt on. If you don't like the Yankees, but your kid plays for the Yankees on his Little League team or her T-ball th- team or whatever, you don't have to wear a New York Yankees logo. You can buy this t-shirt or the one we have in blue that has a nod does not actually rep the Yankees logo and uh, you can support without actually supporting the New York Yankees because I know you're a bunch of haters out there and that's fine <laughs> be that way but you can do it with every other team too we got one for every single team in multiple colors so you can get your... yeah go get your favorites NASCAR I hope we didn't lose break oh there you are oh hey Hey, now. Yeah. What happened? I lost you there for a second. But uh, don't forget also to like, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Let us know what you think about what we're doing. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, give us a like and subscribe there. Uh, hit us up in the comments what you think about uh, the live and also the clips or the actual 
main show itself. And uh, also, you can drop us an email in the mailbag. That There's a link to that in the description of every episode on uh, on your favorite podcast platform and also on YouTube as well. Or jump on BaseballTogether.com. There's a link in, in the navigation there. And Baseball Family, thank you so much again for joining us. We appreciate it. And we will catch you next week. Thank <laughs> you.